I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in Los Angeles, California, where I just found out by reading my email that I, well, let me, let me, let me just backtrack, because I, 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 it's kind of exciting, and I, I, I was looking through unsolicited email, and I, it, apparently there was a, uh, an email about something called the Nordy Club, and well, I'll just say it. It turns out I'm a member. I'm a member of the Nordy Club. Now, my guess is the Nordy Club is a fancy, exclusive club like around, like those big, old, ornate buildings around Gramercy Park house such clubs. So, Scotty, they must have heard that we are self-appointed, unofficial co-mayors of Irving Place. Now, our our loyal listeners will know that that we from for a couple of years now, I think we have been uh, uh, unofficial co-mayors of Irving Place. There was no election. We appointed ourselves, so there was no um, there was there were there were there's no hanky panky. Let me put it that way. Uh, that is my explanation for how I was, uh, and because I, I never even applied to the Nordy Club, and I'm so relieved that we didn't have to go through the hazing. And I'm assuming, Scotty, that you got the same invite. Otherwise, it'd be awkward. Fingers crossed. Uh, I can't see why they would separate co-mayors. I'm still le- reading the bylaws or whatever they call them. It's so exciting. Apparently, if you're a member and you shop at Nordstrom's clothing store, you can earn extra points. So that's good. Um, nothing about high-backed leather club chairs, though. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm Scott Blakeman in, uh, again, a sweltering Brooklyn, New York. And uh, it's interesting what you talk about, Tommy, and I heard about it. Uh, I did just get off the horn with the, the good folks at Nordstrom. Oh, really? Or, or, uh, well, they, um, yeah, apparently they can't, at the moment, they can't seem to find my name on the list of members of the Nordy Club. And I, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm sure they're, you know, obviously they're aware of my self-appointed unelected co-mayor of Irving Place status that I share with you. And I'm, 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 it's, I'm it's probably just some, you know, technical glitch that would be remedied very soon. I oh, mean, I'm sure. Really. I'm sure I mean, well, I mean, well, well, what other possible reason could it be, you know, I mean, uh, to, uh, um, to invite you rightfully to be a member of the Nordy Club and not your equal partner in local government and international podcasts. Well, that's right. You're a partner in this podcast too. Let's not let's yes. not forget that. It may it may have been that the podcast is what got got us into the Nordy Club. I didn't even think, but but certainly they they want people with the prestige, I'm sure, of self appointed. Uh, co-mayors of, of a of a, a major thoroughfare well not a major thoroughfare actually well yes well tell me of course uh, but importantly i informed the powers of be that i spoke to that i too enjoy settling into a high bag leather chair and chatting with my fellow club members about the issues of the day as i uh, unfurl my wall street journal now i hate to bring this up uh you know we're, we're a show that tries to be uplifting, but I no. But well- we 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 are we are unrelenting in staring into the the abyss of darkness too. Let's not. Well, I mean, look, there was a, a dark time in our nation's history when private clubs, much like the Nordy Club, were well, I hate to say it, but restricted and did not welcome those of us like myself of shall I say the <sighs> Jewish persuasion. Oh. Now, I'm not saying that, and I don't have any reason to say that. All I can say, Tommy, is I sincerely hope there is another 
much more benign reason why I am not a member of the STEAM club that you belong to. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, you know, what you're saying is really would be if this were an hour long show about uh, important social problems, this would be an act break moment. In other words, we would st we would stop the act and go to commercial because uh, it, it, this is called a cliffhanger moment. Uh, what what happens next? What we say next will be uh, well. Uh, well, we could drag it out too. Quite frankly, it we could know, also drag it out. If this is the local news, it'd be like there's a hope. Well, we're gonna come up uh, to find out. <laughs> I know there is another I, I, reason. That's what I know? wanted to do. It was so yeah. dramatic. I wanted to yeah. to cling to this moment. Um, Jesus, and I, I wish yeah. we could go to commercial just be just so that we could sort of take a breath. Well, but, eventually someday we will have sponsorships and that'll be possible. We can right, right. phone that and we they never forward come right to back. that day. Right. Yeah. Where we can actually have act breaks and, and, and go to commercial in this. This would be the perfect moment because it never occurred to me being a privileged uh, wasp that there might be a more insidious reason why I would be uh, given the invitation, just out of the blue, by the way, to a, a, a club I, ne I did not know existed, the Nordy Club. Yeah, well, and, um, very, so, you know, uh, Patricia. As, you know. as, as I take another look at the bylaws, Scotty, it appears, it appears that the Nordy Club turns out to be an organization that celebrates clothing. Now, I go back to this, point it sort of explains why if you're a member and you shop at Nordstrom's you earn extra points that is the Salma Gundy club or the Harvard club I don't know if they offer extra points on Harvard do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so uh, you're saying that uh, first you thought it was just a perk of the Nordy club that uh, well of course I did yeah. I still yeah. do I see yeah. what it is it's just yeah. it's kind of a uh, it's just trying to figure out what kind of club it is and I thought maybe it was a political club because we're uh, uh, co uh, you know, uh, self-appointed unofficial co-mayors of Irving Place, then maybe you brought up the fact that we're, you reminded me that we're podcast partners. Maybe that has, a, no, and apparently it turns out it is an organization that celebrates clothing. And this may, worries me a little bit in, 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 in a way that uh, I will not, I might not live up to their fashion mandate. I assume it's a you know, it's not tatters and, and ugly clothing. They probably are advocates of fine, fine uh, wardrobes. I'm not exactly a clothes horse. I don't even know what that, why, why we even have a term called clothes horse. Well, I wonder if it has anything to do with the, you know, a horse has certain, uh, you know, in a race, it's, it's dressed in a way with the, its banner or the number and the colors, but I don't know that. Yeah, it doesn't really. I mean, you put a saddle on a horse. Yeah, it's not really clothing. And sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I uh, but that but definitely I'm not a clothes horse. You you more you, you have more confidence and more of a fashion in your well, fashion sense. Uh, 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 in well, a way, you should yeah. have been the one who I mean, if there were justice in the world, you would have gotten the, the, the invite to join the Nordy Club. Well, it could be a slight variation on the slogan, no justice, no peace. This would be no justice, no peace goods, which is a, a term in the Garmin Center. Uh, oh, really? That's Yeah, which probably was used in the riots or the clothing of the Garmin Center, not riots, but demonstrations, uh, uh, union demonstrations. 
in the 20s. That, that, yeah. That's a great inside baseball pun uh, because uh, it's a great pun, but you have to explain it afterwards. Well, it's, it's very inside. In the garment and, industry, we have the term, what is it, peace goods? Peace goods, yeah. You know, and I, <laughs> having worked uh, in, as a copywriter for ANS, Abraham Strauss and Macy's and Lauren Taylor briefly, uh, that was what many of the buyers would, the pro- they would come in, I would write the ads and the buyers would come and describe the product and I would barely listen. I would just think of funny things I could write, but they would say, yeah, this, this is nice piece goods. Yeah. But they well, see, oh, that's, that, yeah. that, that, uh, that, uh, this is what I love about this podcast. You do not, you go away with a graduate school education. Eventually, not obviously. You have to listen to several of our podcasts. Yeah. But eventually, you 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 are you you have the knowledge. Let me put it that way, of someone who receives a PhD in in, in not just one but many many subjects. And in this case, the uh, 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 I, I think that the PhD would be in uh, uh, whatever that whatever the Fashion Institute of Technology gives PhDs in. What what would that be? Yeah. I mean. Do they give PhDs uh, at the Fashion Institute of Technology? It was probably like a PhD in textiles. That's always the word. I never understood textiles because that I guess that means clothing, but I always thought it was just some other harder product or something that I didn't know what oh, it was. Oh, no. Textiles, Scotty, I, 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 even I know that, and I didn't go to the Fashion Institute of Technology, although I walked by it on several occasions. Oh, yes, on 7th Avenue. It's, I love it. It's campus. Yeah. And thought, I'll bet that's a, I'll bet they're happy in there. They're all they're, they're studying textiles. Well, I know what textiles are, Scotty. Uh, when you see um, uh, a company, a factory that manufactures cloth for clothing, right? The, uh, and you see the big cloth coming out of these big machines rolling out. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I, yeah, on TV, by the way. I don't yeah. expect that you visited them. Well, very little of that tour in the States uh, these days. You but only I, went to yeah. Rolling Stone places. Um, but the, uh, the, um, textiles are cloth and stuff, right? Isn't it just cloth, yeah. all the different cloth? That's all it is. Use? Yeah. It seems like it's a, yeah, it's a textile industry is really just cloth. It seems like fabric, fabric. fabric. So yeah, the fabric, and of course, the fabric of our life, all the right. lines like that. But FIT, I did speak to a class there once and it was a, a lovely, did? uh, yeah, just in, in, um, very lovely. Uh, I just remember there's very nice and stylish uh, uh, women, and uh, there must have been some guys too. But it was a very nice experience. And uh, but I'm but the truth is, Tommy, and um, in, I mean never to dwell in the darkness. Yes, no. remind me now. There are clubs, and this is a, this is such an uplifting thing. There are so many clubs now. The Nordy Club, by the way, our listeners are probably waiting to hear you say, requires a hefty initiation fee, and the answer is no. It is free, which is shocking that this club, which, yeah. uh, and I shall say now, and, and, and not, you know, a, again, we would drag this out for a year if we were local news, but it is basically Nordstrom's private loyalty club, which uh, oh. we are well entitled to be a part of. But oh, I was. Oh, wow. Stopping. So that, see, now, yeah. the question is it's still uh, a club. Uh, it, still is club. It, but it's still club, and, and it still might, and we hope it's not restrictive. Right. No, you know, no, definitely. No, it's the opposite. Definitely, it would not be restricted. I was overreacting. I will admit that. Uh, yeah, now. I think, I think, I think that. But that's it's understandable. Um, well, given the history, I, I th- exactly. Absolutely. I think even even up until the 1980s or 90s, the 
the the uh, eating clubs at Princeton were still restrict. You know, could well yeah. whoever that, and then maybe not in their in their uh, bylaws, bylaws, but they you know it was it might not have been systemic at that point. But there's still those Yale would have those uh, private clubs. What were they called? Uh, uh, the uh, uh, secret Bones, society, secret society, and all that. So yeah. that goes on. So you can't fault me for thinking but the thing no. was you know, now i realize my mistake you, you probably wonder well why did you jump to the fact that it could be restricted you know uh, jews would be restricted i never asked them what it took to join the club i just was so taken aback when my name wasn't there and i said uh or the surely this must right. be a mistake going no we don't see you and i could yeah. have said well all they would have said was just give us your email and you'll be a member of the club that's all amazing amazing just well, scotty could, uh, yeah. that's your ted talk that's yes. your TED Talk. And I've seen TED Talks like this where you, you went to you, you approached a problem with one set of expectations, of assumptions, of, of socially induced um, framing of, of the situation, only to discover oh, it's nothing like you thought. You were all set to get your hackles up, Scotty. Yeah. And um, they, they say getting your hackles up actually is not good for your health. Did you know that? Well, then that's actually true. Up. That's not that's actually true. Um, but at, uh, at the same time, it's uh, um, I'm nervous about getting my hackles removed, to be honest. Oh, yeah, well, no, they don't recommend that. Because uh, oh, I'm just nervous about it. Well, yeah, some people say, yeah, let's get rid of them. So I can't have my hackles up. But I think the best thing is to keep the hackles. Why go through unnecessary surgery? And just don't get the hackles up. Just. Yeah, that, that's really. Well, it's the, not that's so it, hard. It's not so easy. You you just look at what you did. You heard I got went to, to uh, I got invited to to Nord Nordy the Nordy Club. Yeah, uh, 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 it totally makes sense that you would be like, why didn't I get the invitation to? Uh oh, my hackles are going up. Right. Well, I did keep them down. That was the I almost got to that point because uh, I, I res Nordstrom, by the way, is known through excellent uh, customer service. So yeah. I didn't want to jump the gun immediately. And I just thought, okay. Well, I'm that's the thing. Well, once you made the connection between the Nordy Club and Nordstrom's, yeah. that ex I think explained a lot, not just to me, but to our listeners that we're really talking about not uh, necessarily that those clubs with high back chairs and everybody's re very quietly reading the Wall Street Journal while a, a, a waiter comes around and offers drinks, right? I mean, that's that's kind of the club you were hoping it would be, and I still hold out hope that it's that well, kind of club. Well, I do. Scotty. Well, it could well be. You know, look, they're trying to get people. Retail is suffering, and uh, Neiman Marcus for you. I was that some surprise that you didn't get an invitation to the Neiman Club because you yeah, made that, a colorful that surprise me from like, Neiman well, Marcus, whatever it would be called, the Nemo Club, or uh, know, or maybe something with a Texas you know five gallon hat or you know it's a yeah the five gallon club. hat the cattleman's club that sounds there like actually it, yeah. is such a club in yeah. dallas apparently yeah which yeah. i i was never asked to uh, to to join the cattleman's club um should i feel resentful about that i oh, i think that would be one you probably wouldn't uh want these to be the cattleman restaurant in new york many years ago and uh but that I, that that I suppose I would I would have had no trouble getting into. No. Only now it no longer exists. So you, now you would have trouble. That's the thing. When it was existed, 
you could walk right in now if you wanted to go there. It doesn't exist. It would be a lot harder to get in. Yeah, I, you know, um, it's like a Yogi Bearism there in a way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nobody goes there. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> that could be one of the dra- one of the Yogi that his writers came up with. He Nobody would say, "Ah, that's there. too. It doesn't exist. It's too intellectual. Like, too intellectual. Nobody knows what exist means. Don't use a big word. <laughs> you know, so that would be his. And right. that's his, like, Yogi's nose. It doesn't make any sense. Why would he? It's not. You know. It's like. And it's the same guy who came up with. Nobody goes. The place is too crowded. Nobody goes there. And he and, and he just yeah. tried to milk that whole thing. That's what happens. Right? Yeah. When no, you're a writer so- of Yogi Bearisms, you get well, to be. You know, Tommy, you have had a, a very uh, well-traveled, uh, experienced writer in Hollywood, and you've worked for in, for many, many interesting people. But I think uh, it goes without saying that among every writer, to a fault, they say working for Yogi was the toughest assignment. Because you think, <laughs> like you said, you got it. Okay, yeah, I can do it. What? Okay, it's yeah. so crowded, nobody goes there anymore. I can do it. And yeah. you think you can, no. but you can't. And Yogi is a great guy. Was a great guy, but a strict, a great guy. guy, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Guy. Oh yeah, uh, more of a manager than a than a slogan writer, or a creative type. More more able yeah. to manage creative people. That was yeah. his his gift. And so uh, a lot of people think he came up with his his uh, uh, you know uh, deja. It's deja vu all over again. That was that was uh, a guy named uh, Clyde Turner. Well, he was one of the he was the head writer for a while for Yogi. Yeah. Yeah. And and then and then uh, but he was and he practically like after that, he he walked on water. Everybody in the writing staff. Oh, he's the guy who came up with it's deja vu all over again. And and he was Yogi's favorite for many years. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. You probably know, but the famous falling out story, though, where he thought, yeah, everything was made. And Yogi would invite him out to Jersey and even to the ball game and and you know and and in those days when he's playing and all you know all beating mickey may all the players but he that's the problem some writers it goes to their head and he got a little well hate to say the word lackadaisical and uh yeah started trying to recapture the magic without really doing the work and listening to yogi and he fell from favor well uh it, it, he he would he, it, when you get that kind of um success at an early age he was quite young at the time and uh, yeah, I mean, it was the dream job of a writer, you know, working for Yogi Berra, coming up with his yogiisms, yeah. uh, as you say, you know, everybody, but incredibly hard. But but he was the one he really broke through. I mean, that that, that was when uh, Deja Vu all over again was was the maybe the first big worldwide yogiism that if they had a Pulitzer Prize, that would have won a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. Um, what are some of the other ones? I mean, um, you don't hear a lot about the other ones. I, I, of course, you've said the two signature ones this day all over again. It's so cr- it's, too crowded. Nobody goes there anymore. Uh, it's almost like Monty Python, too. Everyone's seen like six of them, but there were about 28 episodes and a lot of people don't uh, refer to them. But I just saw like one of them I'd never seen before. But so that's an interesting question. What are the other and what are the ones maybe did Yogi like one that never really quite caught on and that haunted him in a way uh so i don't know these are all again i don't uh i'm not privy to everything about uh yogi but i know that uh but uh, but getting back to you know i just love and again i I want viewers listeners to know that i'm comfortable with tommy being a member of the nordic club you will be getting something i'm sure from neiman soon and and private clubs like this are so democratic and they cost nothing and i think it's such a wonderful thing 
Uh, I, for example, I'm a member. I recommend our listeners join. I know they're not much in use now, but soon we will travel again in that voice. Uh, hotel loyalty clubs, airline, every airline one, they're all free and they all treat you so well. Oh, you're a Marriott uh, uh, Bonvoy member. Thank you, Mr. Blakeman. And it's just a free thing. So it's a wonderful. So it's a, you, you recommend this. Oh, By the way, uh, Yogi Berra is, is uh, uh, one of his writers came up with It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Oh, well, right? yes. Uh, yes, that's and, true. And, 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 and uh, that actually is some, it, it, that is an interesting uh, phrase because it's really only, it's about baseball. Right. It's about a baseball game. The game isn't over until it's over. Right. And it's only about baseball. You cannot say that about football or basketball. Very often football games are over well before they're over. Right. Yeah. You're in the last 12 minutes and the score is 50 to nothing. Right. It's over. But the game has to be played out in baseball. Scotty, it's down to the last pitch. You can always come back. Right down to the last pitch. Yeah. Um, and, um, Have you ever thought about that? Or... Uh, well, you could argue. And if so, well, for how long did you think about well, it? Well, I never argued about it because it's not emotional to me, but I've talked about it at great length. Uh, I haven't argued about it, though, but I have talked at great length. Uh, you could argue if you're in the ninth inning and you're losing 16 to 2. Uh, but even, you're right. It's not. No. If you, 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 there's no. Technically, Yogi Berra is right. It ain't. If it's baseball, it ain't over until it's over. So it's not even a matter of argument. It's a matter of the rules of baseball. It's down to the last pitch. You can always come back, always, until, and, the, and, until, yeah. the last, until you're out. Well, I would also say, you know, there's another uh, rival expression that they, were, they hated each other, the, the phrase writers. Uh, it's not over until the fat lady sings. And that they hated each other because that was right. Like, it, it, it's not over until it's over. Wrongly but, attributed to Yogi Berra. Right. Uh, and, uh, and that one I find is problematic because, um, I mean, I know where it comes from. I guess it's an opera reference, I imagine. Although I don't know. Uh, really, it ain't over until the fat lady sings. Yeah. Uh, that. I mean, I'm not to say that opera, but there was a stereotype of opera singers being of heft right and by the way that's not even true of opera because the the opera could still go on for another 50 minutes after that usually does yeah and and so so it's just inaccurate all around and not attributed to yogi bear one one that is is when you come to a fork in the road take it now that's clearly written by one of the lesser writers of Yogi, yeah. who was not really into baseball. The, the brilliance uh, uh, of uh, It Ain't Over Till It's Over is precisely because it relates to just what I said. It gets down to that last pitch. And it's something that we can all take heart in, except yeah. if we're playing football and we're behind by 45 points. And honestly, if we're in the last quarter of the game it's very unlikely uh but 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 within the last there's a certain point at which it becomes impossible therefore well, the announcers Scotty, try to get you to Yogi, you know, like it was 48 nothing at halftime there's plenty of time left anything can happen and you know that it can't really but right. it, they say that and tommy also i'm thinking um oh uh, i just flew out of my mind because there's so many things that we um uh, well yeah <clears throat> well but, the, yeah. the the key here is uh, I think the, 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 the larger issue is that clubs 
come in many sizes. Uh, they come in many shapes. And I actually don't like them. The t- if I can be very honest about clubs, yeah. uh, there are many, and, and, and I think I can. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I, there, uh, I, I've been to s- some fancy clubs. My wife is, uh, or, 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 or they're show business kind of clubs. Yeah. Um, that they have out here. I've never wanted to join a club, Scotty. Now, I know you have the well, most been... show business club of all. Well, the, the Friars, Friars Club. club. You used to have a West Coast outpost. They're going through some tough times now, and they're closed temporarily. Supposedly, they're reopening. I'm not really an active member of the moment, but I, I was for many, Maybe many tell, years. Fill, fill, the, fill our listeners in who are not uh, show folk, as we are, uh, about this club that is... Uh, I remember hearing about Friars Club so many years ago in Libertyville, Illinois, a small town in the Midwest where we would watch on the television set uh, in black and white. Uh, um, George Burns would go on The Tonight Show and brag about being a member of the Friars Club. You have to be in show business to get well. It was a great. He would say that. Yeah, yeah, we had proud of this. Well, all the greats were there, honey. I became a member in 1991. And I remember, you know, there's still some of the great Henny Youngman was still there with people like that. And it was very exciting uh, going there and seeing these greats and you and a lot of people who you may not recognize. But, you know, we're comics, working comics in the Catskills and you'd see them on Dick Van Dyke and all those shows. So it was always very exciting and very it's fun seeing people there. And I would perform there a lot and uh, with various people. I think I went there one time. Yeah. You, you had us. Uh, 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 oh, yes. Come for dinner. Or maybe it was a birthday party, I believe. Something uh, like that. And, yeah, and, I, I, yes, and, my parents um, were there too. Uh, the uh, and I, uh, we walked around. And it was rather, yeah, it's a sort of a musty old club, just much, very much like what I, uh, what I had hoped the Nordy Club would be, with high-backed leather chairs, and and, and very ornate comic yeah. types, you know, comedy guys. This is the New York one, you know, yeah. playing cards and and quipping, just what you would expect. Oh, yeah. And like actually, a bunch of guys, guys playing cards and making yeah. quips. Well, quipping and also hitting on young women like the 90 year old guys would just come alive and go, oh, what's this beautiful girl doing here? You know, they were known for that. Uh, but also, it was ornate. It's called the Monastery, but it's a beautiful building of 55th Green Park in Madison in Manhattan and very ornate in several levels. And they named there's the Frank Sinatra Room, the Milton Burr Room, the Ed Sullivan Room. Uh, the Billy Crystal Bar, William B. Williams, all the, you know, and, and the, po- the pictures are alone are incredible, especially the black and white era. And you'd see Jackie Gleason kind of leering at Marilyn Monroe or, or just the juxtaposition of people in the picture would be like Pope John, M- Ronald Reagan and Stephen Eady. You know, <laughs> and I had to work. Somehow I was like, of course they'd be together. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. a grand place. And um, it's sorry. It's, hopefully it'll continue. Um, you know, hopefully, it's- Scotty. Yeah, but so many private clubs. I, I want to tell you about one that I'm in, which really I literally tear up when I think of it. Uh, AMC, the movie chain, which was having some difficulties, but it looks like they're going to be okay. I don't see a lot of movies in theaters, and I thought I want to start going to the theaters more. And about a year ago, um, I joined the A list, and it's uh, uh, you get uh, three, go see up to three movies a week. Uh, and it started in 1995. Now it's $23 a month. So it's a great deal, even if you go twice a month. So, and I basically do. So uh, I've been helping them along, not going out of business. But uh, I, every time before the movie, they have the little you know, trailers and they go, and now for our A, we thank you to our A-list members. And I literally get a lump in my throat 
little teary-eyed because I'm one of the A-list members. Wow. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, the joy of joining and belonging. And that you pay for, but it's a great value. But I recommend, again, join all these private uh, – well, they're not private uh, clubs, but just loyalty clubs. And they just treat you – oh, thank you, Mr. Blakeman. And, um, and literally, I just gave them my email. So uh, I think that's what we need in these times, that the feeling. And, uh, and also, you get rewarded. How many things in Lifetime do you get rewarded for – you bought socks at Neiman's, and I'm sure if you haven't already, you probably should right away after this podcast sign up for their loyalty club because you get offers and you're treated with a certain respect that all people should have, frankly. But uh, being a member of the club certainly uh, adds to it. And the Nordy Club, I'm glad that you're in, and I feel confident that I will be uh, uh, in there too. And I just picture that kind of... Uh, <laughs> script lettering and the you figure you're going to be in there too i i I love your confidence scotty oh yeah always that that, that you haven't given up on on being in the nordy club like i I, if i were you i would have been i i i i I would have felt uh well you know like life just gave me a a big kick in the stomach and 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 how am i going to get back from it but here you are you're saying, you know what? Maybe yes, Tom. You got you got an invite into into this uh, into Nordstrom's uh, club. Maybe maybe, and this is you speaking. Maybe yeah. I will get the same thing someday, Scotty. That just says so much about you and your character. Your 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 sunny, upbeat hope. You you don't get that. You don't become uh, uh, encumbered by grievance and and no. make it everybody else's problem. And why? Why is it the why is the world rigged against Scott Blakeman? Right, I'm the victim all the time. You're you know, the victim. Bitter, like who really wants or or the guys with that? Yeah, who would want to be that club anyway? It's stupid. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you never said the stupid that. club anyway. I don't want to. I didn't want it. No, your if voice didn't even be. sound like that. Your voice sound like you well, normally sound. Yeah, so, yeah. No, 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 no Scotty, you you are a a a. a, a, a uh, I, I want to say shining beacon, but that's such a cliche. Is there something beacon, um, uh, a well, North Star? Um... I just want to be a guy who just shows up every day and does his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I hit my marks. I show up on time. And my God, I hold on and hope and just go through this whole journey and this uh, this ride. And my, wow. Uh, but it's no, and I'm excited about it for you, Tommy. And I feel I see well, us both, you know, it's so I great it now. you are. And, you know, and, well, um, but and I, I'm sure the people at Nordstrom way, are. I don't, you know. It's been a long time since I've shopped at Nordstrom's. Just, just yeah. as a comic irony, a coda to this whole. Well, discussion. I do know that they are known for great service, and I know You're our, our friend Fred Stoller would always go to the Nordstrom in uh, the Grove in in L.A. And uh, you know, and I'm glad they are open again. Although I, I think these nice pants I'm wearing are from Nordstrom's rack. Remember when we went there yes, in, in New yes. York? So our listeners uh, uh, will uh, will know that there are times when I've shopped and you've you've actually been very helpful. And I just want our listeners to know that that if anybody should be a member of the Nordy Club, it should be a man named Scott Blakeman. Wow. Who, well, you know, Tommy, I, I without had... your help, I don't think I would have gone to Nordstrom's rack. I don't think I would have been in the Nordstrom in the Nordy Club. And and the fact that you were not invited is an outrage. And I am <laughs> and, and I, I think we need to. Uh, well, you know, as we always love to make end this on a big deal, show, make it a I big deal. I would say, first of all, having that day at the Union Square Nordstrom Rack, uh, 
and, and pointing out the clothing that you you're going on a trip with your wife and, and it served you very well. And to this day, and I'm very proud of that. And I, I bear no. You should be very all. proud of it, Scotty. Well, be very proud. I did it, and I did it. For, I didn't say to you, Tommy, I'm going to help you with clothes and I better get into the Nordic. <laughs> you never said that. Yeah, you could. We have you the never said that. Scotty. No, you no, never, never said ever. It. You were just. You and you said, "Hey, try these corduroy pants." You know what? The, and you waited for me to go in. Like I, I can, I can't stand to buy clothes. You waited and made sure that, like, you could have just left. I could have just like okay, could have left. come yeah. out after I come out, put up, try my pants, and I go, "Hey, where's Scott? Where'd he go?" Yeah, and yeah you said you didn't long, say to stay. Yeah, no, I could have easily done that. Or yeah, and then, so I do it for the love, the joy of of helping someone else, and, and that's what we do. But also, Nordstrom is great. I'm not saying, by the way, for our listeners, we do mention product names. We receive no, uh, no remuneration. Mentioned this. Uh, uh, not at all. Um, we encourage others to donate to the stores because they need money now. But we do it for the love of the, of the merchandise. And, and Nordstrom is a great place. I look forward to the day when you and I, Tommy, well, they will have tall leatherback, high leatherback chairs. And we will sit at uh, the Nordy Club wearing clothing from Nordstrom I think they probably that that I think would be that I think that 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 makes sense that they would yeah that's appropriate you wouldn't want to walk in there with Neiman stuff and just to there's some characters like hey I can wear whatever I want and they're so nice there at Nordstrom they would say of course whatever you wish but we want to wear the Nordstrom clothing when we're already club and we will be there when we do we will share that with our listeners as we do everything and uh, uh until then and including now until then there's no gaps. No. I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. <laughs> and I, I'm always going to be Tom Saunders. And we're getting through this.